everyone. This is Drew Code Sports Talk, and I am your host, Andrew Wright. And over in his living room is my co-host, Cody Johnson. Cody. Well, 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 everybody. Welcome to the show. Uh, this is a surprise episode because uh, last week we declared that uh, last week's episode was the last one of 2022. But of course, the reason why we're here is because of the huge news with the Raiders and Derek Carr, which uh, Drew and I have been texting, poloing extensively about. So this is kind of like our opportunity to talk about it and uh, let our feelings be known. So, oh man, how's it going over there, Drew? Uh, for those that don't know, Drew's going, has another bout with the Rona. So how are you, how are you holding up over there? Well, my wife is making fun of me because uh, this is probably my third time I've had COVID. <laughs> Uh, and I'm, you know, I've had all the shots I've been boosted and, uh, yet I still continue to catch it, which is a little unfortunate, mm-hmm. but this is actually the first one that I didn't even know I had right. it. So the first two times I was like really, really sick. And I was like, what is going on? Am I just, is this just like what old age is? And then I figured out it was COVID. <laughs> and now, now, uh, I didn't even know. And I felt really bad because, um, I, you know, it was actually a family member who messaged us and was like, hey, I tested positive. But it like I had taken my wife to a doctor's appointment and luckily they have you wear a mask there. So, you know, thank God for that. I wasn't, you know, spreading it over mm-hmm. there. Um, but, uh, you know, came home, got the text message. So we were like, OK, let's all test. Me and my son uh, ended up being positive. Luckily, we really didn't have anything going on anyway, so it's kind of a good time to have it, but it's just, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, now I'm cooped up in the house. <laughs> well, we were supposed to do poker night on the on New Year's to watch. Well, thankfully, we're not watching the Raiders game because I think you and I would be too upset to watch it, but uh, yeah. we were going to do poker night, yeah. though, and then, of course, you know, you had to just get the Rona for the third time. You wanted to be three-time Rona champion, so here you go. <clears throat> yeah there you go and uh, yeah i don't know man I just, it sucks because it was like it was with a family member so it was like i mean i guess i could have worn a mask but no you i know, think i was like oh you know it's family no you know no one if they felt sick was going to show up yeah. and and he didn't feel sick so it wasn't yeah. like he was just like trying to like come be sick well so. like, i think too before uh, anyway. we sidetrack any further i think too like we're almost year three now into this thing i mean all of us have gotten our booster our original shots and booster i'm actually probably due for another booster soon so i think at this point we have a lot more knowledge about it so we're not so fearful it's just you know when you get it you now have it and you know, knock on wood, I'm probably next in line to get it because I don't think I've had it yet. So I'm imagining I'm next in line somewhere along the way. I just cannot have this much luck and not get it. So who knows? 2023 could be my year. <laughs> Isn't that sad? <laughs> year three. Yeah. Um, that would suck. I gotta be honest. If you get it in 2023, that just kind of sucks. Cause you're like, dude, I, this whole time, seriously, yeah. <laughs> I don't even get the two weeks so paid off. I'd have to you. go back into work after like three yeah. days. <laughs> yeah. Miserable. Yeah. Where most companies are kind of like, all right, you can't, can't use it as an excuse yeah. anymore. Uh, which I don't think that's right, but I'm just yeah. saying, 
Anyway. All right, Cody. So let's uh, let's talk. We like exactly what you said. We weren't going to have an episode. We ended up deciding that we were going to because we felt very strongly about this. And I feel so strongly about it. And I actually wore my jersey. Number four. Oh, let's go this way. Number four. Uh, he was holding up his uh, car jersey for those audio listeners. Yes, which is probably going to be most of you. <laughs> anyway, um, so Derek Carr, uh, Josh McDaniels, uh, went on to his uh, little presser and announced that Derek Carr is going to sit the next few weeks. Uh, we've also found out that Derek Carr is now going to stay away from the team for the next two ge- uh, next two games to uh, limit the distraction that is inevitable <laughs> to, to uh, come out of mm-hmm. here uh, in Las Vegas. So Jarrett Stidham is going to presumably uh, start the next two games. I mean, if Stidham is awful uh, in this, this next week game, uh, they may try and start someone else or they may try and entice Derek Carr to come back. Who knows? We don't know. I mean, with this coaching regime, we have no idea what's going to happen, but we assume it's done. And a lot of people are making the assumption that it's because uh, the Raiders owe them uh, or, oh, excuse me, Derek Carr, a lot of money um, if he gets hurt. So what they're trying to do is not get him hurt. And then if they cut Derek Carr uh, within three days after the Super Bowl, uh, they can actually only have to owe him $5 million versus uh, owe him a $30 million um, extension on his on his contract. So, with that all being said, there's a lot going on. I mean, Devonte Adams spoke out about it. Um, Josh Jacobs presumably did on Twitter. Um, I've seen some where he deleted tweets. He, you know, I don't know how true that is, but uh, we've seen that. I've seen Colton Miller on Instagram uh, also post something about. Uh, uh, I mean, basically, everyone who is in talk radio um, is in sports, Fox Sports, CBS Sports. I mean, all of it. Uh, everyone is coming out and saying, you know, basically what their opinions are on it. And we'll probably get into it a little bit. But, Cody, first and foremost, let's get your reaction on, on everything on the Raiders. Essentially, um, it kind of almost seems like just dropping Derek Carr for good. So I, let me let me get your perspective on that, if you can. Yeah. So I think what makes this super unfortunate is that um, it just had to end this way. You know, like Derek Carr has basically been a model of consistency for the Raiders since they drafted him. Um, he's been, you know, that anchor for that team people now he's now synonymous in like the legacy of the Raiders. He's, I think he holds all the records in terms of passing. Uh, I think the only thing he doesn't have the record in is total wins as a quarterback, but I think it's just extremely unfortunate that we've gone this far um, in this season and it's gotten this bad. Like I envisioned it could get pretty bad, but I never envisioned that we would essentially bench and rather than Derek Carr being a, you know, him still continuing to be a team player as he always is. And he's still thinking of the team. He's stepping away for the next two weeks and 
that's bad to where he can't, he doesn't even feel like he can still be in the building without being a distraction. And he has to now be away from the team. And I think, you know, there's been a lot of analysts that have like Colin Cowherd, Emmanuel Ocho, uh, Ocho, excuse me, has expressed their, mm-hmm. you know, their um, support for Derek Carr in the sense of like, you know, it wasn't this bad until Josh McDaniels got in and, you know, how can you as a head coach with this kind of offense, with this, you know, kind of player get this bad to where you have to you know, you bench him and he's the scapegoat for your issues. Um, now I I'll be completely yeah. honest. I've been on the record that, you know, I felt like Derek Carr in, in parts of the season could have played better. And, you know, he's had a career high in interceptions and he hasn't played the greatest quarterback that we've ever seen him play. That's been obvious. Um, but I mean, all things considered, he didn't have a great first year under John Gruden. Uh, that took a couple of seasons for him to get used to that offense before he was really efficient. Um, and I know that you'll point this out a little bit later, but you know, his rookie season statistically was probably the worst one of his career. And then he's been just a model of consistency, uh, season in and season out for Mm -hmm. the Raiders, whether they're winning or losing, he's just always been consistent. So I guess for me, it's just super, um, unfortunate that we've gotten this far and in this bad to where out of all the people that you alienate, it's Derek Carr. And, you know, there's so many players that have came, that have already come out and supported Derek Carr about the reason, you know, for example, Devonte Adams has come right out and said, the reason why I came here was because of him. And, uh, I a hundred percent believe that. So now if Derek Carr is no longer there, you know, the biggest question is now what happens with, uh, Devonte Adams, you know, um, De- uh, Derek Carr took a pay cut to make sure that Hunter Winfro and Darren Waller were paid and they both were. So then what if uh, Derek Carr's gone, which by all intents purposes, it looks like it is. I don't know how this relationship gets repaired. It would be a lot of pills. It'd be a lot of, uh, you know, fault, uh, fault taken. It'd have to be a lot of conjecture to, for both parties to come to some sort of compromise, but I think this is super unfortunate. We probably have seen Derek Carr uh, at time as the Raider Raiders over. And I think it's just really sad and unfortunate that ended this way. I can understand if it, you know, if he went away from the Raiders or for some reason, but not like this. I mean, I already had a feeling that this was probably his last season, but I didn't think that it would end like this. This is kind of a slap in the face to Derek Carr for all that he's done for the Raiders, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, you brought up a really good point. Uh, what What's next? Um, I mean, we could look at it from a perspective of, um, you know, maybe this is the ultimate, um, you know, uh, a celebration of Derek Carr. Maybe this is uh, a way of Josh McDaniel saying, you're too good. We're pretty much out of the playoffs. We want to try and get a, a better draft pick so that way we can get a certain guy. So we're just going to, you know, unfortunately, we're going to tank. And Derek Carr is not that type of player who's going to be willing to tank. So maybe it's the ultimate, uh, you know, hey, you're too good. Let's bang you. But it, it it doesn't seem like that because it seems like everyone had been saying that, oh, Derek Carr is going to go with, without, you know, with Josh, Josh McDaniels coming in and then they, you know, re-signed him and everyone, you know, all the car haters were like, I can't believe this. This is now exactly what you said, Cody. Um, 
this wasn't the best season for Derek Carr. I think we can all agree on that. It didn't look great. But you and I have been on the side, and I think it's worth saying again, that it goes back to coaching. There's no way that a special teams coach came in after John Gruden, after all these issues, came in, lost Henry Ruggs, the very, his second game coaching, and who was the best receiver on the team at that time, lost Henry Ruggs, had to go with Darren Waller, who had a few injuries here and there during that season, had Hunter Renfro, who we nicknamed third in Renfro, and Josh Jacobs, who was hurt majority of the year, so we had to do a one-two punch. The offensive line was one of the worst offensive lines we had had in a while, and the defense was horrible. And yet that team got to the playoffs. Zay Jones was a huge part of that. Now, Zay Jones is having a nice year in Jacksonville, but he was not a focal point like Las Vegas had to have him as. There's no way you take from that team the same players and actually add better players. There is no way that team gets worse because of Derek Carr. That doesn't make any sense. Now, everyone keeps saying, well, he's thrown 14 picks. Well, you know, uh, I've been seeing a stat all day. Dak Prescott has 14 picks, and he missed four games. Five, I and think. And yet his team is in the playoffs. I think he missed five games. Yeah. I Oh, five. Even worse. Yeah. Missed five games, Cody. And he's had those many interceptions, yet that team is winning. What's the difference? They have a star receiver. They have a, a star running back who I'm saying Tony Pollard. Um, <clears throat> you know, they have, oh, I see. It's a defense. I'm not saying it's all on defense because Derek Carr has some fault. He has some fault. But the play calls are not getting any better. The last, like, three games I've seen when we're, like, winning, all we do is run on first and second down, and then we try and throw on third down and be like, well, let's see if this works. And it's like, this is not how you get your running game going, the way you or your passing game going, or your running game for that matter. Your passing game is it needs to get into a rhythm with any quarterback. That's not just with Derek Carr. Justin Herbert, look at what is going on with him right now. I'm not saying Justin Herbert is terrible, mm -hmm. but he's not having the greatest of years this year, yet they're still winning, right? Why? Oh, they have a defense. Say what you want about the Chargers' defense. They're, they're not giving up a ton of points. They might have had some couple of fluke games, but you expect that in a long season. Justin Herbert threw, there was a game, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, where he threw two picks under 300 yards, and they still ended up winning the game. So sometimes it's not all about the quarterback. Sometimes you have to have games with other guys. Mm -hmm. The last game, it wasn't great for Derek Carr. He overthrew everyone or underthrew everyone. No question, not going to argue it. It happens to everyone. I've seen Peyton Manning have a four-interception game. I've seen Tom Brady have a four-interception game. I've seen Tom Brady lose a playoff game by throwing a pick six. Oh, that was his last game as a New England Patriot. 
I mean, everyone has games like this. Why is it all of a sudden this is Derek Carr's season? Why the Raiders are, are so bad? I, I don't understand it. It's obviously coaching. Mm-hmm. You don't have the same players and get better players at certain positions and all of a sudden get worse. That doesn't make any sense. It, it doesn't make sense. Now, I'm sure that some of the fault, like I said, is somewhat on the players. But then you could say, well, okay, Derek Carr, he's had some bad games, but let's look at Renfro. I mean, he's been injured most of the year, and when he has been playing, he hasn't been great. Mac Collins, he's not that reliable. He's been okay. Foster Moreau, I've seen like three drop passes that have been picked off mm-hmm. from him. Darren Waller has, I mean, he had two big catches in the Steelers game. That was about it. Josh Jacobs has had a really good game, but when he's not running well, we don't win. Yeah. The offensive line breaks down a lot. The defense gives up a lot of points, gives up a lot of yards. So this is my argument here. It's obvious. It's obvious that he is a scapegoat. And Josh Jacobs is trying to salvage another head coaching job that he has completely botched. And you know what? One more thing I do want to say, and I'll throw it back to you, Cody. One more thing is you cannot tell me that the Colin Cowherds of the world, uh, the Bill Simmons, the, uh, I mean, almost everyone at ESPN, everyone at Fox Sports that I've seen. Uh, Joy Taylor was even talking about it on Colin Cowherd's show today because mm-hmm. uh, she filled in and she started with this. There's no way that all these experts and even former players like an RG3, mm-hmm. like a Dan Orlovsky. Yes, I know they're in the media now, but they were former players. And they didn't become in the media by not knowing football. Um, all of these former players are like, I don't understand it, man. I've seen so many former teammates of Derek Carr be like, man, this is this is dirty. Like, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. And all these Raider fans who are like, man, you know, I'm going to believe in Jared Stidham. Listen, it's not about that we're saying that Jared Stidham is trash, which, I mean, I'm not going to hold out hope here. Right. But we're not saying that we're not going to root on the Raiders. But what we're saying is what is being done to Derek Carr is is so freaking obvious and it's disgusting because this guy has said he didn't he does not want to play for any other team. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he didn't think it was going to go out like this, of course. But you're telling me that all of the experts, all of these former players, I haven't seen one negative tweet on by a former player about Derek Carr, to be perfectly honest. I could, I mean, I'm sure it's out there, but I haven't heard of the big names say, oh, Derek Carr, he's terrible. I'm so glad he's gone. You're telling me that all these people who do this for a living or who have done it in the past, don't know anything. Mm -hmm. You're telling me they don't understand the quarterback position. You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind and you sound, (laughs) I'm sorry, but you sound dumb. Yeah. You're, you're, you're saying that you know more than a guy who's done it his whole life. Give me a break. Yeah. And I, I think the other thing that's frustrating is I've now seen on Twitter and I've seen a couple of places report that um, this is kind of setting the stage for Tom Brady to the Las Vegas Raiders. And I got to be honest, man, 
I hope that that doesn't happen. The last thing I want is a 45, <laughs> going to be 46 year old Tom Brady going to Las Vegas <clears throat> to play under Josh McDaniels's offense. Cause I got to be honest, like if Tom Brady is in this offense, I don't think it's much different. And I don't, I mean, I think it remains exactly the same. And if anything, I would could make the argument that Tom Brady was probably going to be more late on throws than Derek Carr is. Cause this season, Tom Brady has not looked like Tom Brady. He's the mo- probably the most intelligent quarterback that's stepping on the field, but his body is just yeah. not as quick as it once was. You can't tell me that, you know, Derek Carr being able to get the ball out quicker is, um, you know, at, uh, you know, that Tom Brady's on the same level as that. I, I mean, I can understand that people would say Tom Brady is far more intelligent. You want that kind of a leader in your locker room, but why are we changing that? instead of keeping Derek Carr, who's been that leader that we've all talked about. I mean, I, I don't understand. And I don't think an aging quarterback is going to fix that. And what are we doing this for, for one Super Bowl, And then we're going to go into the dark ages for another 20 years. That doesn't sound like something I want to have happen. I would have much rather have had, you know, a great team for multiple years with a younger quarterback, if that's the case. But I guess I just feel terrible that, this is all happening. And again, just like what you said, Drew, like we all kind of knew that Derek Carr wasn't having the greatest season, but I mean, to do him like this is terrible. And universally it's looking, looking terribly. You know, you can definitely see that this is a coach that is out of his element and is just looking for every excuse he can to save face with a, with a failure of a season and it looks like he doesn't want to take responsibility for it. So, and it's unfortunate. It looks like he's scrambling. That's yeah. what it looks like. It looks like he's scrambling because he knows. And it's it's kind of funny because either way, you're going to have to pay someone. Yeah. If you're Mark Davis, you're going to have to pay someone. If I fire Josh McDaniels, I have to pay for another coach. Okay. Understood. If I fire Derek Carr... I then am still going to have to pay him to leave. I know, okay, it could be, it's only like $5 million. Mm-hmm. True, but let me go a little further. What did Devontae Adams say in his interview? I'm a Raider because of Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. I came here for Derek Carr. And I got to be honest, he didn't look happy about it. Nor, nor should he be. Because if I'm Devontae, yeah, if I'm Devontae Adams, I didn't leave Aaron Rodgers. Because because I just wanted to leave Aaron Rodgers. I left Aaron Rodgers because he was a little flaky. We weren't sure if he was going to come back or not. He wanted a long-term deal. He didn't know what was going on in Aaron Rodgers' mind. And to Aaron Rodgers, what he said in interviews, he wasn't sure what he was going to do. He was unsure until towards the very end of it. Mm-hmm. So what did Devontae do? He said, let me go. Let me go somewhere. I'm going to go with my buddy Derek Carr. I believe in him. He goes with Derek Carr, and they had a really good connection. And for some reason, you could you can put some blame on Derek Carr, but you also have to put some blame on Josh McDaniels or the offensive coordinator, whoever you want to put blame on. They've gone away from Devontae Adams, mm-hmm. and we don't understand it. Now, could it be that they're double covering him? Absolutely. But you'd like to think in time games, and there's been there's been uh, games where Derek Carr has thrown to Devontae Adams. In double coverage and it gets picked. So 
you know, you can say, well, how come he's not going there? He needs to be better. Okay, we're all these Derek Carr fans are not saying he's Peyton Manning. He's Tom Brady. He's Drew Brady. We're not saying that. We're not saying he's even Patrick Mahomes. What we're saying is he's a smart quarterback. He understands his limitations, and he's a very consistent and accurate quarterback. So when he sees a guy who's double covered and he's thrown a pick in the same location before, call me crazy, but I'm not going to go there again because I'm not going to believe I'm going to be able to do it this time. Mm -hmm. Or when push comes to shove, when the game is on the line, maybe I don't want to throw another pick to end the game. I mean, I don't know if that sounds crazy, but to me, that's how I would be thinking. And I would try and find elsewhere, which is what Carr has been trying to do. So I know we want to bash on him, but it's a lot of the play calls. They're not scheming Adams to get open. They're not scheming a lot of these receivers to get open. And the only reason Matt Collins is half the time open is because he's not that, I mean, no offense. He's not, he's not a number two receiver. Mm -hmm. He's not. And he, he's been really nice as like a fourth option, but, I don't want him as my number two, but he, Derek has had to use him like that. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Matt Collins had some big games. Mm -hmm. So for me, I just, it's really weird. And it's Mark Davis to me saying, I've made a mistake, but I'm not going to admit that I made a mistake because look at Denver. They made it. You, everyone is complaining about Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett. And then all the blame started going on Nathaniel Hackett. Wilson gets hurt, and so everyone's like, Hackett, Hackett, Hackett. And the Broncos are like, we got to get rid of him. Mm -hmm. We got to go. Just to get rid of him. And they did. To their credit, they absolutely did. Because they said, you know what? We made a mistake. And it's not like they can do anything with Russell Wilson right now. They owe him a ton of money. So it's like, okay, we're just going to have to go with a new head coach. And I know it's different circumstances and it's a lot of money for Russell Wilson and it's not that much for Derek Carr. But at the same time, it's like, if you're Denver, you still don't feel terrible about your situation with Russell Wilson. You still think, Hey, this guy, we got him for a reason. Mm -hmm. There's a good chance that if we get the right coach, he's going to be great. And I'm sure, and that's what I kind of was hoping that the Raiders were going to do. And when they got Josh McDaniels, to your credit, what you said was, you told me we kind of got that, you know, sense of oh, that false hope of oh, this is an off-minded head coach. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll do wonders for his eyes. And so far, it's been really stagnant. And like it's been worse in New England with Mac Collins without mm-hmm. McDaniels. But you know what? They still have a playoff potential. We don't. And guess what? They beat us head to head. Well, you know what the difference is on that one, right? (sighs) Better head coach, Bill Belichick. What is the difference? Exactly. And better defense. Absolutely. Okay. (laughs) So I've got a two part question for you. Um, So one is where do you think Derek Carr would end, should end up or where would you like him to end up? And second is, what do you think the Raiders do in the quarterback position next season? You know, I, I think the Colts are a viable option. I kind of hope he doesn't go to the Colts just because um, I, I don't know. I, I don't, 
I just think right now, the way the Colts have handled a lot of things, I, I think it would be Las Vegas 2.0 over there. I mean, it's a better defense. It's There's there's better, um, better situations over there. Um, but... You know, I could see him go to go to the Colts. I've heard a lot of uh, Washington Commanders. That's kind of the same situation. I mean, it's unfortunate. The Jets, as much as you know, they've usually been kind of a, a poop show. They've looked really, really good. Like one quarterback um, away. Defense is, re- yeah, and, and I would, I honestly wouldn't hate to see him. Uh, with the Jets, mm-hmm. um, I've heard the Giants, and that would be really interesting with Brian Dable. Oh yeah. my gosh, can you imagine what he would do with Derek and and <laughs> Saquon Barkley together? Yeah. I mean, I just yeah, I would, that would be crazy. Um, you know, something says to me uh-huh. the New Orleans Saints might be an option, and here's why: the Dennis Allen Derek Carr connection. Mm-hmm. Dennis Allen was a coach that started Derek Carr. Um, I wouldn't like that that much just because it's not an offensive minded head coach, but to be perfectly honest, what I think Derek Carr is actually going to do is I actually think he is going to, um, I, I actually am starting to think that he might end up just retiring, um, and go into ministry. Like he has always said, if he wasn't going to be a Raider, that's what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think these two weeks off are going to kind of, help him and i think he's going to end up just doing that um because i really don't think he wants to play for anyone else now i wouldn't blame him if he says i don't want to go out like this and i'm going to go to another team absolutely Mm -hmm. and it would be so great if uh, sean payton comes into head coach this is this was your idea so i don't i mean if you wanted to talk about this stop me now no go ahead or go right ahead okay so i think like sean payton if he gets hired as a head well if if he wants to be a head coach, which we all seem uh, assume that he wants to, um, if he does become a head coach somewhere, I think him and and Sean Payton would be really interesting because that would be, oh man, that would be a scary team right there. I don't know where Sean Payton would go right, right this minute. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of hard to to think what head coaching job is going to be open right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would be really interesting to watch Sean Payton work with Derek Carr. God, because it would just be like another Drew Brees. And I'm not saying Derek Carr is Drew Brees, but what I'm saying is Drew Brees was an accurate quarterback. He was a veteran when he got to Sean Payton. He obviously learned the offense a lot, so he was becoming better and better every year, and I think you would see the same with Derek Carr. He's a veteran guy. He's a guy who um, is is a smart quarterback. He's a guy who's very accurate, and he's a guy who um, is very consistent, and that's all they needed from Drew Brees. Drew Brees never had the strongest arm. He never was the most accurate quarterback. He wasn't athletic at all, hardly, mm-hmm. um, and he was short. And Sean Payton made it look, I mean, absolutely phenomenal. So um, I think if he had Derek Carr, that would be one of the biggest <laughs> quarterbacks he's ever had. Yeah. I mean, minus Jameis Winston. Winston was a little bigger, but um, <laughs> that would just be that would be fun to watch. Yeah. To be honest. What do you think the Raiders are going to do for a head coach or for a uh, oh. quarterback moving forward? <clears throat> I mean, it's it's probably going to be Tom Brady. Um, I think that's going to be Tom Brady or, or, I mean, if you could get Lamar Jackson, I mean, 
that I would actually be really okay with. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers for a year. Um, I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to leave Green Bay to, to go to Las Vegas. I really don't think that's going to happen. Um, Tom Brady, I, it, I don't think he's going to be on Tampa. That's for sure. Um, and he could bring, you know, Rob Gronkowski, which everyone's getting excited about, which then you'd have to trade Darren Waller. Um, and then, um, you might get some guys to come on a one year deal and, and play with the Raiders. And Hey, maybe it works. Mm -hmm. Maybe it works and they win. But when Tom Brady's gone, Gronk is going to be gone. And then you're probably going to lose a lot of the guys who came over to play with Tom Brady. They're going to go to other places where they're going to get more money. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be in absolute ruins again, (laughs) you know, whereas with this team right now, we were building for a pretty decent future. I mean, Carr has years left. Devontae Adams has years left. Josh Jacobs has years left. Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, Max Crosby. I mean, this is, for all intents and purposes, we can say that the Raiders, you know, just need to blow everything up. They don't really need to blow everything up if they keep what they have. Mm-hmm. But get someone who can coach them would be my you know, my, uh, two cents. But again, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know exactly what they're going to do. I, if I'm going to go in the draft as much, I like CJ Stroud, but I think I like Caleb Williams that much more mm-hmm. from USC. He is such a phenomenal player. That guy is so accurate. He is tough. Um, and he's got a really good arm. Um, I would want Caleb Williams cause he can move as well. Um, but you're going to have to tank. So if that's the case, I wouldn't even be the least bit surprised if the Raiders end up just tanking this year, just getting like Jared Stidham as the quarterback and, yeah. and be like, Oh, we saw a lot. What well, we saw the last two games and we're just going to start him for the rest of next year. And then you're going to really see Raider nation be real pissed yeah. <laughs> about a real bad season, but you know, it, it could work. But again, I don't – that's going to be tough because I think you lose Devontae Adams. I think you lose Josh Jacobs. I think you lose Darren Waller. Mm -hmm. I think you could potentially lose Max Crosby from years to come. You guys never showed me any loyalty because you didn't show any of my other guys loyalty. uh, But I think for sure Devontae Adams will be gone if Carr's gone. Um, and I think Josh Jacobs, it doesn't sound like he's been happy. He's probably gone after this year, um, which now you're going to have to figure out what you're wanting to do. Yeah. All right. So I'll quickly answer the same question. So I think the Jets are a possibility. I think obviously the Colts, Texans, I'd even say Tennessee is an option as well. I know that they have uh, Willis, but I mean, he showed a little flash this season. I just don't know how confident the Titans are. And I wouldn't be surprised if Mike Vrabel in the front office try to get Derek Carr because they want to try to win or at least get, you know, further in the playoffs than what they have been in the last few years. I think the Dallas Cowboys would be in the market for Derek Carr. Obviously, the Giants, Commanders, um, Tampa even, Carolina. I think like half the NFL would be in the market for Derek Carr, which is really good. Yeah. I have a couple of scenarios that are going to freak you out. So just bear with me here. And I, and I don't want to scare you too bad. So for the jets. Okay. One of the things that I know that I think what the Raiders 
are going to want to do is try to get some sort of tradable asset back for Derek Carr, right? Well, I saw earlier this week, obviously, as we've heard with the whole Zach Wilson issue in New York, right? I have a scenario that I think I could very easily see play out, which is the Jets offer up Zach Wilson and maybe some picks for Derek Carr and maybe another later round pick. And Josh McDaniels then takes Zach Wilson and tries to use him as the franchise quarterback for the Raiders next season. And I can see that only because he'd be on a rookie contract and it would make a lot of sense um, for cap space and all that stuff. And I'm afraid to think of that because it's very possible. And then, then we have to think about Zach Wilson in Las Vegas for a whole season. If that really does happen. So that's one scenario. Okay. Um, (laughs) Another scenario, and this is where I throw the Cowboys in there. Right. So I do think that the Cowboys are going to get bounced in the playoffs. I don't think they're winning a Super Bowl. And I think if they lose in the playoffs and let's say they lose in the divisional round, they don't even get to the championship game. I think Mike McCarthy's out. This will be however many third time he's gone to the playoffs. Doesn't go anywhere. Uh, I think he's already been on the hot seat already. Jerry Jones has made that clear that, you know, coaching staff's got to step up. I think then Mark McCarthy's out. This is where you're Sean Payton. Where is he going to go? I think Sean Payton then goes to Dallas. I think, him and Dallas fit perfectly. And I think Dak Prescott has had so much scrutiny this season over he's mid or he's not, he's holding the Dallas Cowboys back this, that, and the other. I think there's a sort of scenario where the Raiders and Cowboys flip Derek Carr and Dak Prescott for one another. And that's a scenario I can see play out. I would be hard pressed to see the Raiders just outright let Derek Carr go without somewhat of a bidding war between teams because, you know, just I always find it funny when NFL teams put out sources that says that if they can't get a trade done, they'll release the player. Because in my mind, if I'm the teams, I would just wait until the players release. And then all intents and purposes, they're going to go through the waiver And then you're going to go through the contract negotiations and the bidding wars and stuff like that. So I always wondered why teams would just flat out say, oh yeah, if you don't trade him, if we don't trade him to you, we're just going to release him. That's like, why would you tell that to everybody? Because if I'm a team, I'm like, well, I'm not trading you anything. Then I'm just going to wait and then let the bidding war go from there. But those are a couple of scenarios I can see where we flip Derek Carr for another quarterback, whether it's a good idea or a bad idea. I don't know how I feel about Lamar Jackson just because I am apprehensive with Josh McDaniels having him. Um, <laughs> it, I mean, it may keep Devonte Adams because I know that Lamar Jackson and Devonte yeah. Adams like each other. And they're, I think they've even worked out a couple of off seasons, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, it may be keeping mm-hmm. Devonte Adams happy, but I don't know if the offense will work with Lamar because of Josh McDaniels. Um, you know, and uh, another name that should be maybe swirling out there um, is John Harbaugh to the Colts as a new head coach, because, you know, he did play for them as a Colt once before. And Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, I'm part of beg your pardon, not John Jim. Um, and if he goes to the Colts, I mean, 
that sounds like Derek Carr could be on his way there because the Colts don't really have any other quarterback to really rely on. The Matt Ryan uh, thing failed. Nick Foles thing failed. Sam, I don't even know what his last name is, is not going to pan out. So Sam Ellinger. Whatever. So that tells me that uh, maybe the Colts are the best option for him for Derek Carr of what I'm talking about. So I don't know. There's a ton of different scenarios and a couple of them scare me with what the Raiders decide to do for their future. And as Raider fans, that should scare yeah. everybody. So that's just what I'll leave it yeah. at for now. Yeah. Um, for the jet, I'd rather take Mike white uh, yeah. <laughs> for the Cowboys one. I think that's the, the Cowboys one is probably the most far-fetched one. Not saying that it's impossible, but I think if McCarthy were to be fired, I don't think they get rid of Dak Prescott as well. But I can see a scenario where Sean Payton's going to Jerry Jones and be like, hey, if I'm going to be your head coach, I'm taking over. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm getting who I want. And if he wants Derek Carr, then yeah, then I can see it. But I think Sean Payton is competitive enough to where he'd be like, I can make Dak Prescott a superstar. Um, <clears throat> not that he's not already. I mean, he's, he's one of the most popular quarterbacks in the league. So, yeah. Um, but the, the Jim Harbaugh to, to Colts one is interesting to me. And I think, I think most of it is petty uh, for me um, because it would be, first of all, a head coach that all most Raider nation wanted was Jim Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. You can go after him or we didn't go after him hard enough. And then you have Derek Carr that also goes with him to the Colts. And then just to see, I mean, we know it's going to work. I mean, sorry for all you car haters. It's going to work. Um, And you get then Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman Jr. Um, You have a stellar offensive line. That defense was riddled with injuries this year, but they were still really good. And then you go back to Gus Bradley, mm-hmm. who was the defensive coordinator. I mean, he probably won't be there if if uh, they get Jim Harbaugh, but, I mean, maybe they keep him. I don't know. Yeah. But imagine all of that, and you you see how successful it is. It would be such a bittersweet thing for at least me, because I would be rooting for Derek Carr. I'd be glad that he finally is on a team that saw his potential and understood what he needed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be great. But as a Raider fan, it would suck because I knew we could have that on our team and we just are not competent enough to keep it. Yeah. So, all right, Andrew. So let me briefly move over this subject. I know we're running out of time, but there's been some. Yeah, I gotta get going. Okay, there's been some developments quickly about Carlos Correa. Obviously, as you told me, the Giants and him, their deal fell through. What are your thoughts of the recent signing of Carlos Correa to the Mets, and now that's falling through for the same reason? What are your thoughts, and what's your reaction? Well, I was wrong. I was upset that the organization, <clears throat> excuse me, that the organization um, botched this. Um, and it's that's what exactly what it looked like. And that's what the agent was saying. Of course, the agent's going to say that. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, but this is all the information we were getting. And as Giants fans, we were getting very frustrated that nothing was being communicated. Well, lo and behold, something comes out. And now it looks like Carlos Correa could potentially be suing the Mets and he's not going to be able to sue the giants. Mm -hmm. Why? Because the giants stayed silent. 
They didn't say, oh, it's because of this. Oh, it's because of that. Mm-hmm. What the Mets did was they swooped in and then they were saying, oh, all the negotiations are going to go well. Oh, all of a sudden we have this physical and it boxed and they had been talking, talk, 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 and the Giants stayed silent. Mm-hmm. So now it's actually going to be beneficial. And the other scenario that you can say is the Giants, it wasn't, we found out that it wasn't that they didn't reach out all of a sudden. It's because they were saying, they were being told, by their, you know, by their people, stay quiet. Don't say anything. If he's going to go to the Mets, let him go to the Mets. Mm-hmm. We cannot, we physically can't say anything right now. And all of a sudden it blew up in, in New York. So now it could be, and you could also make the case of Scott Boris could come back to the Giants and be like, hey, listen, we understand that the physical was failed. You guys have these issues. Let's come to an agreement. Let's try and get this guy a long-term deal, maybe not as long as what we wanted, maybe not as big of a contract as we wanted, but a still pretty sizable contract because you and I know that this guy is a very talented player, Mm -hmm. and that is a potential. Now, do do I know if the Giants are interested or not? I think they are because obviously they went after him. Mm -hmm. So I think there is interest there. I don't know what the injury is, and this is another good reason why the Giants are staying silent, because they know. So we don't know if they're going to actively pursue him if he becomes an open market free agent. The other thing that's funny is Scott Boris put a deadline on the Giants, but never put a deadline on the Mets. Mm -hmm. And I think now he's starting to understand that this is going to continue. So... Where would you rather go right now, San Francisco or New York? You'd want to go to New York because that team is absolutely stacked. If you add Correa to that, it's even worse. Well, and it's um, and it's a bigger market, unfortunately. You know, that's just yeah, the, that's true. just the yeah, honest truth true. of it. So that's what you have to worry about. That's what you're going to have to uh, deal with. So I don't. I it's it sucks as a Giants fan because he just up and left real quick. But at the same time you do have to realize that, you know, it is a bigger market. You're going to give them a little more leeway, but at the same time, who knows? He could end up being a giant. I don't know. I don't know what, what's going to happen. I I heard something about like, there's a possibility that he could sue, um, but it would only be on the Mets. It couldn't be the giants because to say, I'm not going to sign someone because of a physical is legal. Yeah, (laughs) that's, that's valid. Uh, for the Mets, though, uh, they've been talking, talking, talking. They've been very open and out front with everything. So uh, it could be they he might actually have a case with, against New York. So we'll see what happens. But uh, it was just kind of funny that uh, everything fell through and it was the same thing. And it was kind of like, ooh, mm-hmm. you know, hey, listen, I was wrong. I was upset because we lost Judge and then we lost Rodon and then we lost Correa. And it was just like Turner, Bogarts, like all these guys that we wanted. And unfortunately, everything fell through. So, yeah. but we'll see. It could be. It could be um, uh, sparking some new talks. Yeah. All right, Drew. Let's close it out. I've I've overstayed my welcome with you, man. So let's wrap it up for you. Yeah, I gotta get going to my wife. So thank you guys for listening. This was just an emergency podcast to talk about Derek Carr, and we wanted to touch on the Korea thing briefly. So thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Have a happy, happy New Year. And uh, we will, we will, we expect you is what I should mm-hmm. say. We expect to see you in 2023 where we think this show is going to be bigger and better for sure. And uh, we appreciate all the love and support that we've gotten over this uh, past year. Uh, we've grown 
own friends of the podcast all of that jazz so uh we're, we're really excited about what is ahead for 2023 for us so thank you thanks guys have a great 2023 drew i'll probably see you in the morning so see you guys be safe happy new year <laughs>